Hi, this is Sam Chamberlain, and welcome to Things to Ponder, the sermon podcast from St. Mary's United Church of Christ in Silver Run, Maryland. Follow along with St. Mary's at stmarysucc.org or on Facebook and Instagram. Wishing you peace and good, my friends. Allow me to be blunt and brief in my remarks this morning about all saints. Because from where I stand, we see a year behind us, and we see just a couple of weeks, of course, before we start retelling the story of our faith all over again in Advent. Some of us are not quite ready to hear that word, but it's not very far away. And so as I stand here on this day, think about this All Saints and why we celebrate it here. For everything the church is and does... For every story that we have told over the course of a year and over the course of 2,000 years, for everything we proclaim to the world that we believe, it all kind of boils down to something on this day. It all boils down to something really, really simple. It's a story that we've been telling. We tell it about Jesus' birth. We tell about his teaching. We tell about his death. We tell about the Holy Spirit and what it means for us. And here towards the end... All Saints begs of us a very simple question, and it's a very blunt one. It's not about goodness. It's not about getting to heaven. It's about this story, and the question it asks to all of us is, now that you've heard it, are you in? Are you in? Because we've been proclaiming death and resurrection. We've been talking about the Spirit coming in and forming us in virtue. We've been, as the hymn writer says, we've been broken, melted, molded, and filled. And ultimately, at the end of it all, both in the course of telling this story and at the end of our lives, we come to this. We are presented with a long line, multitudes beyond count. And we are asked, do you buy all this? Does this story sound right to you? Is this story worth investing your life in? It's a big ask. Ultimately, does resurrection overcome death? Ultimately, does compassion triumph over violence? We are not permitted on this particular day to kind of leave it in the atmosphere of sort of big existential questions for philosophers and theologians to think about. On this day, Christianity is aggressively point blank. It is not the philosophers and the theologians who ask this question, but our loved ones your siblings, your parents, your grandparents, your heroes in the faith. These are the people who ask this question, are you in on this story? And they ask it with the very deepest seriousness. Is Christ King of kings and Lord of lords? Did he come to proclaim good news to the poor and oppressed? Does he heal? Can he forgive sins? Is the cross the center of human history? Is resurrection real? That is the question for us to answer on this day. These questions land on our plate and they are asked by the most important people in our lives. Very few of us have read or care much about what St. Augustine said, but we care an awful lot about what our Sunday school teachers and our parents said. And they're the ones who ask on this day. So of course, if our answer is, I'm not sure I do buy this, it all sounds a little much, well then today is what we expect it to be. It is of course going to be a day of deep, and profound mourning. Of course it is. We miss these people terribly. It would be that anyway, but that's all it'll be. But if we answer yes, if we say, you know what? Christ does change it all. 
Resurrection actually is more powerful than death. Love actually is more powerful than anything else. Then that answer changes everything for you and for me. That means there's something even bigger and more powerful and more inevitable than death. Something more than the dull fatalism of survival of the fittest. To answer yes then makes demands on you and on me. When this is What then is this power, this way of being in the world? What does it mean to follow Jesus? We answer yes. Well, Jesus says, turn it all upside down. And Jesus says to us, blessed are you who are poor. Blessed are you who hunger now. Blessed are you who weep now for laughter and satisfaction and the kingdom of God is yours. This is what the psalmist is getting at when he says we bind, their, bind the kings in chains and fetters of iron. No, no, no. It, it's, it's a paradox. We bind the world in love. This binding is actually a freeing. So if our answer, friends, is yes, I'm actually in on this Jesus thing, then it is our loved ones who on this day work their most powerful thing when they say, come, draw near to Christ, and Christ will draw near to you. So where shall we do this? Where do we draw near Well, today, our best answer to that question, maybe there are others, but today our best answer is a table. This table is powerful because, yes, the theologians teach us that it is in this table we are brought to the gates of heaven itself. It is the place where the kingdom breaks in. It is the place where the cross is made present. It's the place where we sit down with the saints of every place and time and we join in singing, holy, holy, holy God of love and majesty. This table, to look at it, is a very small thing. The table in reality, in that place to which we go, is a very big table. And there are a lot of wonderful people around it. And if we believe all that Christ says, then this, friends, is the very gates of heaven where the saints will meet us. This is, to put it bluntly, our Sunday meal. This is the meal after church. And I would invite you, to consider that if we want to be close to our loved ones, we feel the gap missing one another, then maybe the best place to solve that, to meet that need, is here at the table. Because at this table, there will be times when we are drawn by Christ. We need to draw near to God, I feel that. And we are drawn by Christ, and of course, he strengthens us with his body here. But Jesus will also say to those who come seeking Christ, they will say, check it out, look who else I invited to dinner. And oh, the long line of wonderful people that we get to share that meal with. And here at this table, we get to be seated with them. Not in some hopeful way. I absolutely believe that when we gather around this table, we sit down. They are present to us as much as you and I right now are present to one another. That's what I believe. To put a point on it, I never feel close to my favorite saint of all time, St. Patrick, And I never feel closer to my grandparents who have gone on to life eternal. Both. I've never felt closer to both of them than here. Because in Christ, we get to eat together. Now, Graham used to make eggs like a pancake. They were super flat. That's not what we're going to get here. But that's hardly the point, right? And there will be other times for us when we're like, no, you know what? Forget Jesus. I just need something that makes me feel close to my loved ones. And what I hear in this table is sometimes it's my grandparents and St. Patrick, among others, who will say back to me, yeah, we know you came to hang out here, but look who's here. It is Christ himself. 
what are you talking to us for? They're like, go talk to the guy. He's here. And he wants, he's invited you to dinner. And so regardless of how we come to this table, this table is a special, remarkable place. It is the representation of the cross of Christ. And Christ says, when I am lifted up, I will draw all people to myself. That is you, and that is the person you are sitting next to. That is the person who has preceded you in faith, and that is the people who will come after you. I am drawing, Jesus says, all people to myself at the cross. Well, here it is. And so here at this table, we are not alone. Here at this table, we are invited to bring our mourning, yes, but we are invited to exchange that mourning for rejoicing. Here at this table, we are strengthened in a mystery, a mystery where tears and smiles aplenty are welcome, and a table where strength and courage are laid in front of us in abundance. So if we're in, the story of Jesus holds any promise for us at all, let us draw near, let us Take the invitation to come to dinner, and let's see who we find at that table.